It's time for another episode of Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations. How are you? I feel like I just sang that. Minor Revelations. Oh, don't I have a gorgeous voice? Oh, I should be a singer. I really should be. My real calling is singing. Music. Um, speaking of singing and music, I'm, I'm going to keep this brief. I don't have a lot to say. But um, go fuck off, Patti Lapone. Uh, I'm sorry. She just was on Andy Cohen last night uh, complaining or I, I think expecting this to, just this big heap of applause for trashing Madonna as an actress. Um uh, what a, what a boring point of view to have, like to go after Madonna. Well, first of all, I guess the question was, somebody asked her if Madonna, if she and Madonna talked about um, playing Eva Perone together, or Eva Perone, I guess how you say it, um, which is a weird question. And I mean, okay, cool, interesting enough, but they probably wouldn't, the two of them together, they would have, they have nothing to learn from each other. Patti Lapone and Madonna, they have nothing to talk about. But I, and I guess... Ultimately, Patty was just like put out that Madonna wasn't wasn't more reverent and didn't give her the respect she deserves um, because she basically just said, oh, I'm taller than you. I think is what she said to Patty, which is like it's Madonna. She's always she's not going to be reverent to anybody. That's how she talks to everybody. I think that's we saw that. We've seen that. We know that from her. Um, but she went on this crazy weird story about like, well, I was at the we do, when she was doing Anything Goes and Madonna was doing Speed the Plow. They both were on Broadway, the two different theaters, and somebody put up a sign that says only one diva here. That was the press agent expecting that to be a hilarious personal anecdote that the whole world can identify with. And we really all are like, oh, I've been there. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I guess that she just felt this need to, like, trash Madonna. And it really it irritated me. And all these people are, like, sharing the video today. And, and I get it. The world's blowing up. We need some levity. We need somebody that's not talking about, you know, um, you know that everyone in charge is, is corrupt and, and uh, you know, and, uh, complicit and whatever. So like yeah, let's let's just distract ourselves with these with these women fighting because we love that as gay men. We just love to watch women tear each other apart. Um, well, it's really annoying to 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 go off on Madonna like that. And I'm not even going to apologize for Madonna, but like everyone knows that Madonna is not an actor. I mean, everyone knows that. So to say that is punching down. I mean. There are many people who love Patti Lapone as an actor, um, you know, and so for her to say that, it's not like, you know, what if Meryl Streep went on there and said, I don't think Patti Lapone belongs on camera. She's too broad. She's crazy. She's all vowels. She's, she's a nutcase. She's, you know, she's never a real person. She's just an, an idea. Like, that would be really mean. And Meryl Streep would never do that. So the, don't so don't so don't be that way, Patty. And then she said it in the room and you could even feel Andy Cohen just feeling like, ew. And they just felt this that you just felt this thickness, this heaviness about it because it was it was it was just mean. And I think it was like she did Patty just want to be popular in the room with Andy Cohen and say something or she really just wanted respect from Madonna or whatever she needs. It's like 
you know, just just be kind, just be respectful. I think everyone knows that like you were Ava Perone. We all, and she also had to bring up that like the whole Glenn Close Sunset Boulevard thing. She's got so much beef with so many people. She's destroyed so many dressing rooms in a, in fits of rage. I've been around this woman, uh, and she is a she she's vile. I'm just, I, and I don't say that lightly. I she I saw her in a play that was based on a real woman, and that real woman's family came to see the play and Patty could not have been ruder and and more dismissive. It was heartbreaking actually. And it was like, I saw that happen and it was like out of a movie, how you saw someone behave towards another human. You're like, the star is upset, you know? And that's just not how most people behave. And that's not how most, um, you know, successful celebrities behave, actually. They at least, uh, you know, uh, in front of people and like, you know, in public, uh, you know, are a little bit more respectful and and uh, unaware that like assholes like me are going to talk shit about them on their podcast if they act like an asshole, Um, which, you know, she's kind of being. So I'm so that's all I have to say. Let's not promote the shade that is I mean I'm more interested in you you saying that like you think Madonna's a good actress that's interesting to me like if you're like in Shanghai Surprise she has this moment where she embodied truth and I saw all of humanity in her eyes that would be interesting and that's what I want to hear have an interesting point of view um even if you're lying (laughs) make it up figure it out choose joy Oh my God! I'm sitting here with my friends Sean Buckholtz and Julan Chidi Hill. Hi. Hi, you two. Hi. How are y'all? Good. 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 <laughs> Good. You were just saying you haven't talked much today, yeah, Sean. Just warming it up today. I know. I haven't. I just all I did was grunt and scream at my trainer this morning. <laughs> I was a little hungover this morning. I got to admit. Hmm. Really? Uh, I wonder. Oh, I wonder why. why. Where were I you decided last night? I had the well, I had the day off yesterday and just was like did a bunch of casual day drinking mm. on a Tuesday, yeah. by the way, everyone. Tuesday. That's what you do when you are winning at life. And then I did. I had a little nightcap at uh with you at your bar. I'd... And yeah, that's what I think did it in. And then I had to go like sweat with my trainer today and he was uh ruthless on me. And it's sort of like he doesn't care that I'm hungover and uh, you know. Neither does the world. But uh, but now I have to say I'm not hungover. I mean, I feel it, I sweat it all out, but it's very painful. Mm-hmm. You go through this like horrible birth of. Ugh, you like condense the hangover just into like that 20 right, minutes. Exactly. While you're it's like out. You, yeah. your body's like, you're going to feel terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be in this amount of time. An extreme. And I had to just do all kinds of stuff. And I'm just well, so. Did he know that you were hungover? And so he went in a little hard? He, yeah, he did. <laughs> he went in a little bit. He actually, he can sense it. He can tell when I walk in. He's very good about that. And he doesn't judge. He's not like, I'm going to kick your ass yeah. and make it harder. Because I mean, but he's also like, I'm not going to go easier on you. But he's just like, it's going to be, it's going to be rough. It's be rough. A lot of like jumping up and down, which is just not fun to do. <laughs> You're just sort of, and I didn't like get plastered yesterday. I just had like a casual all day drinking where mm-hmm. I was like, I had water and everything as well. So I wasn't like, but still just, I just knew as the day was going on, I'm like, what am I going to, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. You seemed fine last night, actually. I was very chill mm-hmm. at that point. Like, you know, you, you when you like day drink like, over a long period of time, you don't really... 
Sometimes it's worse when you like start drinking at like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm, and then yeah. you're just like by last call and you're like, I'm hammered. I'm gone for the next day. It's just it was a fast. I didn't fast have dinner. Night. No. But I don't enjoy go. being drunk. Like, I really, I enjoy drinking, but I don't right. like being drunk. You just like the flavors. I like the flavors. That's what I said. I'm just on your show, Sean. Uh, when is that coming out? When it's are you... coming out very soon. Yeah. Okay. Sean has so a hopefully... podcast called, it's called Wine and Wine? It's called The Wine Situation. Oh, The Wine Situation. Yeah. <laughs> we have um, four episodes recorded. And so now, hopefully, by the time this comes out, ours will be out. Yeah. Yeah, me and Ellen Clifford. And you guys are so great on it. And it's like, it, it pairs a wine with the thing you want to complain about. Yeah. So you can sort of complain about something while you drink a wine. So like a wine for a wine, baby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's really fun. And I remember saying on that while we were drinking, I was like, I just like the flavors. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. And that's really like all I want from alcohol is just the great flavor. And I like a mild buzz. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. But I don't. Exactly. Well, I have a saying where like wine is basically just food. It, it is. It's not alcohol. It's just food. It's just food. Yeah, it doesn't count. It's just, uh, you know, it's basically like liquid salad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> uh, and it's not barbaric. Yeah, like whiskey. My God. Mm-hmm. Eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't really enjoy enjoy that. You're not a big... You're, you, we, well, we, Julan and I were in a play. We were in Die, Mommy, Die together. And yeah, right. We always enjoyed a whiskey. After the show, yeah, is that too. your go-to? It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a you have a brand that you really like? The label. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll do a Jameson always, but a uh-huh. Bullet. You know. Yeah, that that's me too. Yeah. I love a Bullet as well. Yeah. It's so good. It's really mm-hmm. good stuff. Love a Bullet. Mm-hmm. You love a love it. Love a <laughs> Um, lots is happening. Lots is happening in Burbank. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, still yeah. drunk. I'm still drunk. Um, I drove by the Iliad Bookshop. Have you guys been to the Iliad Bookshop ever? I've seen it. I've not been in it. It's they're, it's getting repainted. So <gasps> that's some Burbank news. There's a bookshop called Iliad Bookshop, and I don't really know. It's like they have a lot of rare books. I wonder if they have Jennifer Lopez's original edition of the Iliad from Boy Next Door. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm glad it's getting a fresh coat of, coat of paint. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, I'm glad a bookstore is, like, still happening yeah. because there's not many of those left. Mm-mm. Well, actually, I shot a short at that Chili John's place. I, you I did? Thought, yeah, I told you this, right? No, you didn't tell me you shot a short there. Yeah, this guy shot Hank. a short. Shot a short. <laughs> shot a short. Um, yeah, I like pretended to work there behind the counter and like oh. served up chili. And did I, you serve up real chili, real I Chili served, John's chili. Yeah, real. <laughs> They've got uh, beef or have you been yeah. to Chili John's? I have not been to Chili it's John's. It's really good. Do yourself it's a good favor. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. delightful. Yeah, delightful. Um, well, what's going on with you guys? How was your How's your day so far? My day's good. It's nice. It's cozy. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love the weather. It's right overcast and it is gloomy. We're getting yeah. like May gloom or something. I don't know what's happening. In the <laughs> world. I mean, uh-huh. it is kind of nice. It's nice to enjoy For these a moments. Day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from Northern California, so this just feels oh. very comforting yeah. to me. It feels like home, you know. I enjoy yeah, it. cozy, cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. And, I know. I had some extra snuggle time with my new dog today. Oh my god, you have new the best doggy. new dog, Shelby. Shelby's so great. She's the ch- most chill, easy. Like she's just so casual. She's so casual. Yeah, she just like loves everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she's business casual. She's very yeah. business yeah. casual. Mm-hmm. It's and it, and it's like she's uh, yeah. What kind of dog is she? She's like a mutt kind of dog, but they think a terrier, poodle. She's definitely Maltese, got terrier in her. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but she's not hyper. She's not hyper at all. Yeah, be like terriers can be. She's yeah. very much like it's all good. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get through this thing called life together. 
And she's very calming. Mm-hmm. She's like, just feed me twice a day. Yeah. And take me on two walks. That's it. And she's like, chill. Mm-hmm. She's so sweet, though. So I talked a little bit to her. Mm. But that's more just like, oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. You're so cute. You're so cute. <laughs> doesn't really feel like What talking. is that thing, that instinctive thing that we do when we look at animals and we try, we get this voice? And they know yeah. that we're talking to them when we are, we are pitch changes. Well, I think we do it to babies, babies too. Babies, too. Yeah, yeah we do it to babies. Like, and to the elderly. <laughs> oh look at you, you baby. <laughs> Who's having the apple Who's sauce? old? Who's old? You're so old. <laughs> Who's old? Who's my little oldie? Oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be so crazy if that's what we did. We saw old people. We just go like, oh man, you're a wrinkled baby. <laughs> and you just like throw them up in the air and <laughs> catch them. They're like, please put me down. Yeah, stop it. I've lived a full life. I'm not <laughs> going out. Like I survived this. World War II. <laughs> Julian, do you have animals? No animals. Yeah, me either. Just my friends. I really. <laughs> <laughs> They're animals enough. My pet friends. Um, and Julian, are you space. are you working with kids right now? Are you? I do kids? work with kids. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do with them? You know? Lessons in life today. I'm supposed to be teaching drama, but there's no time for that. <laughs> there's no time for so what, that. So what? So how does that work? Like you, like you... well, some of the some of the kids I do in the, during the day, you teach Shakespeare because it's uh-huh. required reading. So yeah. like ninth grade is Romeo and Juliet. Right. Tenth grade is Macbeth. Eleventh grade, they don't do anything. Twelfth <laughs> grade is because they're testing. Mm. Okay. Okay. And then twelfth grade is Hamlet. And then after okay. school, it's supposed to be drama, but it's their drama and Miss J helped me figure this out my uh, life my life oh my god yeah. I love it I love it I, uh, yeah. what are some of the problems you obviously don't say they're you know we don't want to help well, yeah. them they're <laughs> <laughs> this minor and their issues are well, what is their drama like I'm so fascinated by that the same teenage drama uh-huh. I mean boys and uh-huh. girls and clothes and my face my pimples my hair my makeup you know Everything is so huge. The stakes are so mm-hmm. high. And, yeah. like, they go... Another thing is, like, they go on, like, these these epic journeys in, like, yeah. a week. Like, they're, 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 there's no casual... Like, they're like, we're a couple, we're dating. Exactly. We've broken up. Yeah. My um, I hate, you know... And it's just... It's so much that mm-hmm. happens so quickly with, yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one kid who's always... Who thinks he always has a palsy. I'm like, no. <gasps> what? what? Yes. Yes. Oh my God! Check my face, Miss J. Check my face. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow! So he's got some sort of form of hypochondria in yeah. some way, and yeah. he's just like always he thinks he has it. a palsy. Yeah, yeah, he knows it. But that he's so having a stroke. Crazy. Not that he's having a stroke, just that his face is yeah somehow yeah. twitching uncontrollably. Yeah, yeah. or wow. stuck, or and I'm like, it's palsy. Look it up. And, oh. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. And uh, um, I love that though, but it's like you know, they just—it's their time to just like explore. Yeah, and, they're fun. Yeah, they're a good time. Yeah, what school? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you can't. <laughs> 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 uh, well, we can say it off the air. Uh, uh, the school doesn't come for you and be like you're airing our dirty laundry. Yeah, well, no, it's I really fun. I I taught kids when I was in college. I did after school. Yeah. Drama program, and I had no business doing it because I had no training as a teacher. And I remember teaching them like improv games and stuff, and I didn't know any of them. Yeah. I don't know where I learned them or I figured them out. And well, it's just play. It is it's play, play. Yeah. and you, know, you realize that that's really all they really want to mm-hmm. do. And I remember, I remember being like, "Oh, I would have loved this when I was 
yeah. coming along. And I remember just like, you just sort of like go with the flow and trust your gut and be like, all right, we're going to be in a jungle today mm-hmm. and we're all going to be an animal yeah. and we're all just going to, you know, sort of coexist. And But it's so good to teach them like this sort of um, like way to you process their feelings, this like sort of way to deal with all of that and process because yeah. like it's it's such a it's such a crazy time and you're kind of told you're wrong all the time and your oh, parents are telling you like no your feelings are not you know legitimate yeah. and you know and or valid and then like your your teachers are you know saying just behave study sure. the answer you know learn everything for the test and it's like it's nice to just be like i'm gonna just let them yeah I'm always told, fight think. for your rights yeah. fight for your right always yeah you know question me question me absolutely question and like cultivate their imagination yeah. you know like get that sort of activated yeah, yeah because that's the thing that like i just remember as a kid i just always there was a part of me that was like well i must be wrong for feeling these things because adults know more than i do mm-hmm. and then you become an adult and you're like no no yeah. i was right and i you know and i'm wrong now was an adult but as a kid you know like they have very pure emotions and and feelings about things and it's like yeah get it out yeah well like a lot of times kids want like a yes or no they want a right or wrong you know Uh they want that sort of like boundary you Mm -hmm. know they don't want it like a maybe I don't know it could be that way it couldn't be that way you know but I do give them (laughs) I don't know no they need that (laughs) they need that they want that they got mean like because like I think uh they are like you know I mean like to use like with your you were saying with your dog like you have to set boundaries you have to say like you <laughs> yeah. can't sleep in the bed you mm-hmm. have to be you know I'm the alpha I have to let you know that <laughs> you know kids do need that structure as well but they also need that extra side of of maybe yeah. and that side of like yeah. I don't know yeah. and let's figure that and out let's together let's figure it out yeah you know Take and, some time and, to and asking them questions you know mm-hmm. like sort of answering their questions with more questions mm-hmm. instead of saying these are the answers yeah. you know because I think you know that's the that's the you know key to life as far as I'm concerned is just keep asking questions mm-hmm. you know like and you don't you know I do that with Shelby too though you do yeah I like you know I'm like, I just ask her questions I'm like you know it, it oh, could yeah. be this you ask her a lot of questions yeah. a lot. is this tuna fish or is this salmon uh huh I don't know oh exactly you tell, <laughs> you tell me, me. Yeah. she finds a way she finds a way <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love it I love it um, well the world's falling apart as we know um, and every day is is crazy so it's just it's it's also nice to just sit in a room in a quiet room yeah. and just sort of talk to you guys yeah. yes. it really got nuts though it's it? gotten nuts it's gotten crazy and by the time this this goes up which will be next week god knows what's happening in the world yeah. so like, i just think it's really important to just like not lose our minds and go crazy because like i saw it last night and i guess because i was out all day yesterday like just drinking in the middle of the day which yeah. is shocker not what i'm usually doing all the time uh, people are really losing their minds. I mean, people yeah. were really drunk yesterday. People were really like, I mean, I'm just like, you know, just for you guys listening, this is this. Yesterday was the day that Trump fired Comey, and like, I think that and that was happening on all the TV screens, and mm-hmm. we're sort of living in this crazy moment right now. Where, and I don't get super political on here, but I always feel like I need to acknowledge like what's going on in the world. Like, yeah. but but it's like really important not to lose our sense of like community and levity and and each other because like i think everyone's just sort of you know it's it's a really scary crazy yeah. time that we've never experienced before and no one has i right. mean like you know our grandparents haven't experienced what we're going through right now so it's like a thing where like no one can even offer any sort of like solace or advice and we're all just kind of going ah mm-hmm. well i feel like trump keeps like pushing our system like our democratic system he's like if i did this can i still be president yeah like what if yeah. i do this and he just keeps pushing and he doesn't care showing i he can just do does, this and still yeah. be president right yeah. and, and, he, and he doesn't care 
And the thing that is the most infuriating thing to me is that I feel like all of these people up there are just playing with our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're all playing this game. And they're all it's all about, like, loyalties to this and that and money and all that. And we're all just, like, going, okay, cool, guys. Can we stay alive? Can we stay on this planet? Can yeah. we be people? Can we, like, explore what we want to do with our, you know, as opposed to just, like, you know... And it just it, it feels like a lot of times like it's just like they're all up there together like just like kind of doing a weird play yeah. you know essentially yeah. and but but it directly affects all of our lives yeah you know and um, and to not sort of acknowledge that is crazy and not honest but it's also like you can't live in it and because there are people I see on Facebook that are melting down that are losing their minds yeah. that are just like the world is over and blah, blah blah and it's like you can't think that way you can't give it that much power but you have to acknowledge. What's going What's on? What's going on? What's going on? But also, on? just like the small stuff is important too. Like we forget nuance and subtlety when we're afraid for our lives, and that's yeah. what I really enjoy with doing this little show. It's like just talk about the small stuff yeah. and the little things because yeah. that's really what illuminates who we are, and the, and the specifics make us more, you know, universal in a way. And mm-hmm. it's like, and I think it's hard because we're just constantly like. Like, I think about every week, like, what am I going to talk about at the top of the show? I don't know. Uh, the world's blowing up. And it's yeah. like, no, let's find something smaller and, and go there. Like, mm-hmm. let's do one foot in front of the other. One, you know, because it's, it's really, it's hard. And we're all panicking. And I think it's good to acknowledge that we're panicking yeah. and just have each other. <laughs> and it's kind of going, hey, I need people right now. I need, you know. And we've noticed it a lot. And I've talked about this a lot. That people go to the theater. They're going to plays. Yeah. They're going to comedy shows. They're yeah. going to concerts. They're going to protest. They're going yeah. to things where lots of people are. And I think that's really exciting right now because everyone's going, wait, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. Like, we come on, you know. Um, well, things that we thought were sort of, like, figured out and assumed, like <laughs> basic human decency and right. rights and all this stuff, are now kind of in jeopardy. And now right. it's like, what? Right. You know, it's, And it's going to be harder for people to take them away from us now that they've been established. But we can't assume that they're always just going to be, be there, there for us. That's right. the thing. That was the real, that was the, the you know, the lazy bubble that we were all in. Yeah. We're going, oh, well, things are, progress is just happening, yeah. and, right. you know, forward. Desensitized to anything. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and so we have to be like, nope, we are, we are on top of it. We're on top of it. But we're making progress in a crazy, you know, awesome way. Like, I mean, it's like people, like who's calling their senators like who was doing that a year right. ago That's who was who was you know, a movement yeah. for yes. lack of a better word yes. like it's really and it's as... created a lot of a lot of activism and a lot of talk and you know it's like people saying oh, they're so tired of hearing about it I'm like well welcome to the rest of the world like yeah. you know the problems the you know the arrogance of the United States you know we were always talked about when we would go you know you would go overseas and you would hear like students in, in Europe talking politics you know yeah. Because they have to, and they have yeah. to know about it, and it's interesting to them. It's it is you know, and it's like welcome to the yeah yeah. Hey everybody, this is how it is now, and you know yeah. Like I sent an email to the FCC, the John Oliver thing about net neutrality, mm-hmm. about Ajit Pars, this the head of the FCC right now, who's just insane. Yeah. Oh wow, um, yeah. And about keeping like net neutrality open and free and under you know he, Title Two, trying to like to like censor um you know um basically they're trying to like revert net neutrality under Section 1 of the Communication Act of 1934 because mm-hmm. it's under Title 2 now. So what, is, is that, what does that mean to an idiot like me? <laughs> I should no, know. I have a idiot. show and I'm like, no. no <laughs> but, um, it's basically about keeping the internet speeds for everyone equal. Uh-huh. So like AT&T is required to keep the internet speed for 
Netflix, for Google, for Bing, for all these things、uh-huh. at the same rate.、Um, and it's you know, governed by that law.、Um, but if it went back to Section 1, it's a little bit looser. So let's say ATT and Netflix have a partnership. ATT、right. can. Increase the flow of internet you know, speed for Netflix and reduce it for Hulu. Right. So, so it's, it's all a business.、It's、and they all, say, they're like,、yeah. oh, we're, like, we would never do that.、Mm-hmm. We would never, you know, blah, 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 blah. blah. But Bullshit. Course, Everybody will do something、yeah. for a dollar.、Yep. And it's all about. And of、that. course, the head of the FCC used to be a lawyer at Verizon.、Mm-hmm. There's a great, I mean, I'm basically、yeah. just reiterating John Oliver episode. No, no, but, no, no, that's great. That's good、know. to know. I don't know anything about that. It's a great little segment and it was, you know, really informative. Well, and it's. Excuse me. It's also scary when we have a president who wants to shut things down in terms of communication and the media and people talking and saying things. And, you know, and the, the,、um, I mean, I was thinking about the Colbert comment when they、yeah. were like trying to say like、yeah. they're trying to shut down Colbert and they're, you know, we're, we're, we're like、um, arresting a woman for laughing at Jeff Sessions. Like we're in a crazy、yeah. time、yeah. where it's like, You know, it is, you know, Big Brother's watching, and, you、mm-hmm. know, you want to, all this kind of stuff. You're like, no, we need open lines of communication. Things need to be fair. We need to, you know, and,、uh, you know, because that is what is actually saving us right now.、Yeah. I mean, if we didn't have the internet right now,、yeah. we would be so fucked. If we didn't have these sort of, you know, social media, and, and it's like, yes, it's annoying that it's everywhere all the time and everyone has an opinion and it's a lot of noise. But it is, it's keeping us connected and knowing what's going on. Can、yeah. you imagine just knowing what the paper said every、yeah. morning? I mean, and, and let's keep the papers alive, of course.、Yeah. But I mean, like, just knowing one source or like just what was told to you on the news that、mm. night, and that was it.、Yeah. And that's how we used to, that's how we yeah, grew that's up. But my concern, though, like, because I watch like <clears throat> Bill Maher and all that stuff, and it just, there comes a point where it just looks like Bill Maher. And those people might also look crazy because they're just spouting at like this insane stuff that is coming at them,、right. which is true. That is true, all of this insane information. But、mm-hmm. the fact that they keep talking about it in a way, like maybe they start to look crazy and it can kind of switch and morph people that are actually telling the truth and actually being proactive. It can weirdly like make them look like somehow just、yeah. because they're reporting the truth and the facts that somehow they are now crazy. Well, that's and that's what, like deeper level sort that's of. What, that's what 45 wants you to. Th- I mean, that's,、yeah. how, that's the other thing too. It's like you, you, you're in this like, you know, Alice in Wonderland、yeah. situation where、yeah. like, what's real? What's, what's real? truth? What's、yeah. anything?、Mm-hmm. Everyone seems, yes, everyone seems nuts and like you don't know. And you're like, what if all of this is one big, you know, <laughs>、yeah. ploy to get. I mean, it's, it's、exactly. really, really crazy. It's not. It's so religion now. The,、uh, I, am, <laughs> I am correct about religion, and、yeah. here is my opinion.、Mm-hmm. And here I go. Here we go. Jesus、uh, Christ, Savior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.、Um, so, who wants to tell me a story? Sean. Oh, Sean. He was going to feel like I just went on about net neutrality. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. We've never talked about net neutrality on, on the show. Do you want to go first? Do you want to Rochambeau for it?、Mm-mm. No. Go for it, Sean. I'm just going to go for it? Yeah. I'm just going to jump in. Yeah. Um, well, my little minor thing is well, I think you and I have probably talked about this before, but I've never told you this story, I don't think. Okay. So I do commercials, as、yes. you know, sometimes. And、uh, I was cast in a commercial that shot in Sweden. Oh, wow. I was cast as an average Swedish man. When was this? This was probably like 2007. Okay.、Six? Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, I was casting this and shot in Sweden. 
So they flew us all over to Sweden. They cast an average-looking Swedish person in L.A. Uh-huh. Like, sure. Of course. Of that course, makes sense, as right? you do. That mm-hmm. makes total sense. But they also cast a bunch of little people uh-huh. and a bunch of really tall people, taller than me. Okay. So we all flew over together in this weird sort of like menagerie of freak what show. What was this for? What was this product? <laughs> it's called Tele2. Okay. Which is basically like their AT&T. So it's okay. like a telecommunications company. Okay. So it's like about big, uh, big bills and little bills. That okay. was the whole joke. Ha, ha, ha. And then medium-sized bills? <laughs> you? <laughs> Me. No, I was just the person going through all of them. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah, okay. I was you like, you know, I was the everyman consumer right. being okay. like, and like there would be like a little person like on a table and like talking to me and I'd be like, you're a little bill. Like, I like you, little <laughs> bill. And don't you want a little bill instead of a big bill? And blah, blah, blah. And our lives are just so crazy. So cra- like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. That's what I do. And like, sure. I love explaining commercials to people because I always feel like such an asshole. I know. And people watch commercials all the time and just kind of scan through and don't mm-hmm. think it's weird. Yeah. But when you actually explain what you're doing and what they are, you break it into like, what? Yeah. yeah, like, what? And make it real and shave off two seconds. Go. Go. Exactly. Um, anyway, so we was, I was shooting this and it was really fun. I was very excited to get to go to Sweden. It was this amazing trip and I got to, you know, do this job too and make money. It was all this great stuff. So we're on set and um, people just assume that I was straight as they mm-hmm. always do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, most of them, not always, but a lot, oftentimes mm-hmm. they do. Sure. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm in Sweden. I'm only here for like three days. This is fine. You know, we're, we're all working. Like, let's just do it. So we get through it. I become friends with one of the second ADs. And he's like, well, let's go out later. You know, I'll show you Stockholm. We'll have a great time and go to clubs and all this stuff. Continually thinking that I'm straight. And I'm like, right. okay, cool. Well, we'll go to some clubs and it'll be fine. Sure. So it's like club after club, and we like get in, and because he knows people, and he's showing me, you know, the country, and he's very nice and very sweet. And then we like end up at a strip club, and by now, like this like little sort of omission of a thing about me has become a much bigger issue because right. now I'm at a strip club, and they're buying me lap dances. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And at what point now do I not feel like I've somehow misled this stranger right you know and now because i already know it's out of proportion you know like and sometimes i have a way just to like let things just ride you know and be like that's fine um just like there was a time in uh when i was a kid in summer camp that like i let everyone just call me john for the whole whole summer i just never corrected them and by the end and someone said Finally, someone. It didn't told bother me. you though, did it? It didn't bother yeah, me, and I was all. like, no. "Yeah, I'm let it ride." Kind of per- like, yeah. really, things just don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, to me. I, I people, really don't people care. People mispronounce my last name all the time, and it doesn't bother me at all because I'm used, mm-hmm. so used to it. And it it throws some of my friends into such a rage. They're like, "It's drogy." If you were if you were his friend, you would know it, and it's, you know, and it's like I'm like I don't care, yeah. I really yeah. don't care, like, but I, yeah, I like it. Oh yeah, my name, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure with Julan too, like yeah. you know, all the different variations yeah. you get, and I'm sure you're just like whatever. The whole yeah, the whole, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, well, I've told you ten times. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not. It's a phonetically. Thank you. It's right. a hybrid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Of what? Yeah. Uh, my uh, Julan and uh, Ju- Julie and Aunt Annie and. Yeah, so it's my aunt and my grandmother. Although it looks like Julaney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like Julianne without, without the eye. Oh. Right. Oh, and I did let people call me Julianne, yeah. like in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't care. Yeah, exactly. Fine, whatever. I'm not going to fight it. Well, I think, too, like, when you're on a set and you... And you <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, I read as 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 much gayer than you do, and that's just the way it is, and whatever, good, bad, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, when I'm not, when I'm playing a gay character on like a, a, a you know, on something, then they just assume, you know, it's they they mm-hmm. get it, and it's right. not even a thing. Or people know me, and they're like, whatever, we we, we you know. But I've done other things, and it doesn't come up, and I don't feel like... You're like, when does it feel like the right time mm-hmm. to bring yeah. it up? It's not like anybody asked you, and you lied. Right. And it's not like it, it's anybody's business, and and who cares? And you're also like, I'll go to clubs. I can go to straight mm-hmm. clubs sure. and have no problem with it. And exactly. it's not like I'm going to go, I don't understand this language <laughs> at all. I, I What is this thing? <laughs> what is this odd thing? I can only do gay things with gay people and talk about gay, gay, gay. Yeah. I've been navigating the straight world my whole life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, like, we know how to do this. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. And it's not like, and also, there's also a thing, and I'm not proud of this, but you don't want to make people uncomfortable. And I know that I'm fully aware of, like, the problem in that in that sentiment. But I'm yeah. just, like, at times, and I'm like, it's not about, like, I don't I, I don't care if someone's, like, homophobic or whatever. I'm going to be like, well, you're an asshole, and I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to worry about your feelings. But it's more about, like, when someone's going out, you don't want them to have to freak out about, like, oh, oh my, I'm taking a gay person. Or are they going to like this thing? And you're like, trust me. Like you said, I've been living in a straight world all my life. I'm going to be fine. Right. I can figure this out. Mm-hmm. So, so I understand yeah. that it's hard. And it's also like when you're getting a lap dance. I hate lap dances from Awkward. boys. Word. I hate them. I don't understand when I can't reciprocate at all and I just have to sit there in pants. It's no fun for me. It's just painful and, and weird and yeah. awkward and I feel bad for the guy doing it. And that's with a guy. Yeah. When it's when it's a woman, I'm even more like, I'm not really getting much out of this. Um, I, how are you? Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I just don't really. I was more down to talk. I wanted to be like, right, what is going right. on? How is Stockholm? What's it yeah, like what's to be this, a stripper? I mean, gosh, I mean, you guys what, have such good health care here. What have you seen? Really yeah. good yogurt. Do you own a Volvo? <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to a strip club when I was in college. We decided, we, and I went, and now I think back and I think it was all gay guys that went to this like spearmint rhino kind of thing. Yeah. And this, these girls were kept trying to do, give us lap dances, and all we wanted to do was like talk to them and like figure them out, and then like you know because, you know, I'm like, what's the deal? What's going on here? You know, and uh, and I shot something. I did a the um, movie at a strip club, and we were like backstage, uh-huh. and all the crazy rules that are up, all the oh, yeah. all oh. the things that are up about like how, you know. They can touch you. I mean, you know, you can touch them, but they can't touch you. Right, exactly. Um, any sort of like, I mean, it was all this stuff. It was all spelled out everywhere. Wash your thing. hands. Yeah. <laughs> no please, attitude. Please no don't attitude. Leave, please don't leave food in the refrigerator. <laughs> don't talk to Becky. <laughs> I'm not your mother. Your mother doesn't work here. I won't clean up after you. So I'm sorry, but, but anyway. So how did this go down? So you would you. So I just kind of play along, and finally we leave. And um, the second ADR are talking, and I'm like, I have to tell you something. I'm like, actually, I'm gay. It's no big deal, whatever. And he was like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, right. I was like, no, really, I'm not. This isn't a trick. And then he was like, really offended and really upset. <laughs> he was. Yeah. That. And then I had to spend another, like, the next day of, like, just hanging out, and then I left. Um, but it was, like, super awkward, and he's like, I'm really glad you said something to me, but he's like, I wish you'd have just said something earlier, because it wasn't a big deal. And I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't a big deal to me. I had a boyfriend at the time, so I was like, I wasn't, I didn't want to go to gay clubs. I wasn't looking to hook oh, up with right, anyone. Right, right. So it didn't matter to me. I just thought that, you know, 
this is what you guys did on a Saturday night. Also, you're like, where does this stop? Because like, if if you're gonna like go out and be crazy, and we're gonna start with lap dances, are we like? calling girls to hook up after that what's yeah, the next step the of this step. when it's really gonna party get super after, awkward after right yeah. and yeah. I'm gonna have to tell you and then like well that's not fair because it's not like he ever you know asks you and that's the thing too you're like as as out as I am and, and can be I don't need I don't feel I need to tell to, people all the time <laughs> and also because then it becomes about that for right, a lot yeah. of people and it's like yeah, let's know this and then move on. Yeah, but in a way, I guess it's a lesson. I mean, for me, I took it as a lesson of like, you know, it's just easier to get that out up front because then people don't feel like I weirdly deceive them in this way. Yeah. And then they're not like mad at me or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, but it's that's also, also bullshit. Like, that also fucking it makes is also me mad. Bullshit. It's also like you spend your life sort of coming to terms with yourself right. and, and your sexuality and what that means to you. And it's different for everybody on earth and how they express it and how they want to share and how they want to do it. And it's not like, it, it you know... It's not your responsibility, just like you don't have to tell people, like, look, I'm straight. Right. Yeah. But, like, I'm yeah. from Northern California, so for me, it's kind of been a backwards thing. Like, mm. I never really had that experience growing up. Right. Feeling like, oh, I got to pretend and do this thing. I was like, oh, this is the truth. You know, I had a girlfriend in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I'm gay. She's like, yeah. cool, I think you are too. I'm like, sweet, peace. Right. Mm. I mean, um, it is weird, like, on the flip side, because Matt Bronger came on the show, and he talked about going to gay clubs, and he is straight, and he was, like, saying he, how he had to, uh, like break this guy's heart and basically he was like talking to the nicest guy oh, he was so great and then I had to say look I'm straight and how he felt he felt terrible about it because uh, he was like I thought you would just could just tell but then he's like no I'm going into a gay bar and I'm talking to this guy who's really nice I'm like yeah that is different because yeah. you are going in in a different sort of you know context and mm-hmm. so I'm sure this guy's like oh my god I met this amazing guy he was so nice to me and it was just so easy because I'm like yeah because there's no tension there's there no tension on his part he's <laughs> yeah. just like hey these gay guys are so nice and uh. love talking to everybody oh fuck I have to admit I'm I have to tell everybody I'm straight and I'm like yeah welcome to yeah. our world welcome yeah. to the how we you know um, but yeah and it's yeah I don't, I don't even know like what the right answer is in that situation because you know you don't want to be like all the time I mean well I felt like you know ob- you know obliged to tell him because right. we had become friends and, right. you know and now at this point I'm like well you assume this thing about me which is not true and now I feel like you know I need to clue you in on that but it's also like you know I mean in terms of like the in the business when actors come out of the closet like I was never asked people just always could tell and they mm-hmm. always knew and so when I when I you know, got popular for my videos that came out and you know, articles would be written about me. It would just, it would immediately go out actor or like gay comedian. And no one asked me. Really? It was just done. And it wasn't like I was, you know, ever like dating someone publicly or going out. No, it was just, they knew they could tell and they put it out there, which is fine. Right. But I was never given the opportunity to be in the closet. And I don't know that that's, so there are plenty of other actors who have to go through the process of, they have to find a time to come out and it's very hard to know when to come out. Yeah. It's very hard to know like when's the right time and do I do it when my movie's about to open? That feels so cynical and gross. Mm-hmm. Do I do it after it's all done? That feels like I'm desperate for, you know, and there are lots of uh, our friends who have had to, f- who've had to figure that out. And I don't, I think every one of them feels clumsy about it in a way. And you don't want right. to feel like you're capitalizing on your, you know, your makeup or your, your DNA or mm-hmm. some way just, just to get ahead or you don't want to be lying or hiding or, but like even as know. progressive as we get, I can't help but feel that that doesn't alter people's view, mm-hmm. you know? And like that, I don't know how to, uh, you know, 
change that. Right. Well, you just want to be like, or there, I am, or there's no way to change that. There's yeah. not. There's not at all. But you like, you like, I am, and I and let's move on. Like yeah. it's like, yes, that's that's true. But I don't want you to feel sensitive about that in mm-hmm. any way. Or, I mean, it is. It's it's exciting to see like. Um, you know, out gay actors playing straight roles, or or or, or you know, and vice versa. I actually, and I've said this, I don't, ha- I have no problem with straight actors playing gay as long as they're believable and they're good in the part. I'm like, I think best actor wins. Like, you yeah. know, whatever. I'm yeah. not, a, I do not believe in like you have to be, you know, you're an actor number yeah. one. You know, right. and um, but I think that uh, yeah, it's it's exciting that people are caring less and they're sort of like, they're not, you know, it's not a thing for these huge movie stars to like be so scared of, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they're going, yeah, I am. And, and then now I'm going to be kissing a girl and it's going to be yeah, okay. It's going to be fine. Everyone, them, you yeah. know? Um, Cause I think the more and more visibility and the more they're seeing more gay people in the world and they're going, Oh, we actually know a lot of gay people. Right. Oh, okay. That, that must be a real thing. There, it must, that must be a possibility. <laughs> Um, and it's not just some weird, bizarre, secretive thing, but, you know. And there's something about, um, like, honing your truth and, like, being really honest, you know, brutally honest with yourself. Right. Which kind of makes you a better performer. Makes right. you yeah. more sure. adept at tapping into that deeper well within you that makes you go, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's also it's also hard because you just want to be like, I, I don't want to have to represent my people yeah. all the yeah. time <laughs> everywhere I go. Well, yeah. that's the thing, too. I don't really feel like I am... Uh, a spokesman or some right. sort of, you know. Yeah. Um, Julan, do you feel that way? Do you Are you in predominantly white situations where you feel like, do you yeah. relate to any of this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, of course. Especially navigating through this world, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight white male world. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, but <clears throat> some I, I find myself lately, I mean, as a kid, I was a, Militant, and I was, you know, <laughs> like all about, you know, this Afrocentricity, and like, uh-huh. but it also helped me, like, accept being a dark skin, you know, girl who wanted to be an actor who was told right. you can't do this because of yeah. purely aesthetics, like, not because wow. you weren't, you know. So yeah, <clears throat> but and was the dark skin a part of it? As on top of being black, it was like, you know, yeah. is that within the yeah. Wow, yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's also fascinating. To it me. is, oh, and it's so it's complicated. It's layers and layers. <laughs> you yeah, know? it's not just oh, you know, because there's dark and then there's dark and then you know <laughs> the darknesses is Dave Chappelle, <laughs> you know. But you know, so yeah, no. uh, you know, to I do get that, and I but I also like now in life. Sometimes I find myself in, my, in these all white situations. Uh-huh. I, and I don't know if this is right or not, but I'm like, all right, I am going to be the black voice, and this is the kind of black voice I'm going to yeah, be. Right? Yes, you know, yeah, great. Yeah, you know, you know, absolutely. And, and it's usually something that they don't expect. You know, or mm-hmm. I, I always want to comment on the things that automatically connect to blackness. You know, yes. in those situations yes. and. At first, you know, you think if I'm doing that, they think that I have no idea about what would be the real world which excludes uh-huh. the blackness well, right, but right, I exactly. do but You're like, I on do. the contrary I just, yeah, I'm actually yeah. I'm actually trying to show you yeah. the, real, the yeah. real world and so, 
and that help the other people see things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'll be your informational kiosk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, you know, and Even then, if you get misinformed by some of the things I'm saying, because we're not a monolith. And well, I don't well that's, you know. that's true too. You're like, <laughs> you I'm know. not. You're not perfect either, yeah. and you're not. And you're not. You're not put on Earth to represent mm-hmm. every dark-skinned yeah. black woman on Earth. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like that's that's no sense of. You know, you're like, this is me and my experience, yeah, and I'm and yeah. I'm fallible, and I'm gonna yeah. make mistakes. I'm gonna say things that maybe, you well, know, I and ha- you're also not responsible to you know all times. And so there are times you're like, I'm tired. I don't want to get into this conversation. You're an yeah. idiot. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but and that is the one good thing that's happening right now in the within the world. It's like I do feel we you know we feel this last dying gasp. Of this, of this straight white man in charge of everything. Yeah. And it, there's, there's this cracking open, I think, in the world of like, well, the rest of the world's going, wait, no, yeah. that's not how it is yeah. anymore. And that's not, we don't look at you with respect or or um, fear. Mm-hmm. And that is what's making them or crazy. Revere. Or, 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 or revere. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Fear or yeah, revere. We're yeah. not. We're, we're looking at you like just as a, a, a blubbering, you know, fat, scared idiot mm-hmm. that's like, you, that doesn't, that's, that's out of step with what's going on in, in time, yeah. you know, and history is not going to smile on you for being this, no. the, this oppressive pig who's like holding back, you know, women, people of color, gays, fill in the blank. Yeah. That's not Absolutely. you, right. yeah. you know, youth, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. like they're so anti-progression and yeah. so anti, you know, kids and, you know, you, you can hear it now when people, they want to go off on like the millennials and something yeah. like, yeah, um, hi, the world's changing, changing. change with yeah. it. You know, but they're also like white knuckled holding on to their bags of money. Right. Oh. That's and what it is. And they won't let go of them that even is what it to let it drop is. down to the it's lower generation. It's just about, it's about holding on to the thing and you're thinking that everyone has the same opportunities and that everyone, you know, it's a free country mm-hmm. and if you want what I have, you should go out and work for it yeah. and right. you can get it. And that thing where you're like, wait, you didn't work, work for, for it. it. Right. You had the easiest step. You were you were supported forever. Your parents paid for you to go to college. Mm-hmm. And I am talking about baby boomer generation. You got to go to, you know, and then you were just handed a job yeah. with your bachelor's degree that you worked yeah. in. And a house for $10,000. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And you worked <laughs> in this job for 40 years and then you retired and then you're like, I worked for, you know, it's like, wait, you, you know, thank you yeah. for what mm-hmm. you've done. Yes. Sure. Yes. But, oh, my God, that's just not how any of the rest of us are living. Yeah, and and the next all. generation mm-hmm. is even going to be less that, you know, that way. And that house they bought for $10,000 is now worth a million dollars. Right, yeah, exactly. And so then they're like, uh-huh. why should we give you? And then they yeah. talk about like selling it. the house and for, you know, 1.1 instead of 1.2. <laughs> and then I won't settle for anything. And you're like, wait, you put you spent $10,000 yeah. on this. You have a bachelor's degree. You know, <laughs> good that. for you. But if that. But yeah, if that sometimes. But like you know, and they and so they they just kind of it's this these blinders that are put yeah. on, and it is all about money and and toys. Like I have these things, yeah. and I don't want anybody else to have these things, and that's the thing that they don't understand. And now know? they're like in a position of power to create policy to make to like keep to it keep it away to keep yeah. it away, and like right. that's what's yeah. even the most fucked up is that they're not like you know what. We're coming to a close here as people. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should, yeah. you know, op- yeah. <laughs> open the stream a little bit and like. I mean, I really... feel so much more generosity from. I mean, I have these two grandparents that are amazing, but they're in their late 80s. And that generation feels so much more like take from like just mm-hmm. so much more open. And like my grandparents volunteer like homeless shelters and. They're constantly like, you know, they're just like, we're not going to be around for long. We want to give, you know, 
But oh no, next generation, absolutely not. Yeah. No. They got rich on Reagan, and they, uh, you know, and they deserve everything, you know, and just ugh, pills keeping them alive, and just, <laughs> uh, just. Velveeta and just all the <laughs> garbage that they're eating and just like just like drunk and just like ah, mad pink Oc- just Oxycontin. pink mad people on Oxycontin and Velveeta Ugh. Ugh. alright Julan you tell me a story Sure. It's so weird I go tell me a story. Tell it's me so story. gross. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Tell, tell me a story. Can you get out of the van? <laughs> oh, there's fun in the van. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I, I, thinking about a story about myself, but I'm thinking about, I walk around, and it's simple, and I just think about, I should write about this. I'm not really a writer, but, you know, mm, I... a great writer. You should do yeah. it. I walk around my neighborhood... You know, I get bad reception in my uh-huh. home. So I walk around my neighborhood and I'm far, you know, and, and I call them hood tails. So I'm always talking about, like, there's a woman, you know, who <laughs> oh, yes. takes care of all the cats. And they're like, there's no more houses in our neighborhood anymore. They're, everything's, you know, condos are building up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellis Act and everything. So the cats are roaming. You know, and I know everyone. I know everyone in the gangs. Oh, you know, there's wow. There's two gangs going on. Oh, you wow. Know, right now. And How's young. it going? How's it going with the gangs? They're okay. But okay. And it's, what's what's weird about them it's a, a Korean gang against a Mexican gang which is weird uh-huh. you know it's usually you know a Mexican gang against another Mexican gang Korean uh-huh. gang you know right so but they're young so it's all about tagging the neighborhood up oh you know? yeah 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 mm. you know and the new people moving in they come out with their camera phones and they take the pictures this can't be happening I'm like dude oh dude and this is not that bad it's like, not it's I not know. It's not. I've never yeah. understood people mad at graffiti. I kind of love graffiti. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when it's like it's beautiful. It's I mean, I, obviously, right? I don't yeah. want you know hate speech, yeah. you know, tattooed over my over my <laughs> my home. Yeah. <laughs> but like I, but just when it's yeah, when it's like artful or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like just a, I don't know. There's or, something about yeah. it that I've always really liked. I guess because leave like, little Ricky alone. Leave. You know, it's uh, this simple. <laughs> like there's you know because like these are young. You know, and who is the heads. woman? Who is the woman that has all the oh, cats? She's great. Well, they're the neighborhood cats, you uh-huh. know. And I just met her from walking. I've known her for, you know, I've been over there for like almost ten years now. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And she has a place, like yeah, she has a small place, and she has her cats. But then she feeds. All, it's three blocks, three blocks of she feeds wow. them. Wow. Yeah, she's great. So, you and know, she's cats- manifesting, having a, a land and a place to yeah. be able to take them. I'm sure. Like, Good Speaking for you. Yeah. 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 I love it. You and know. And those cats know where to, they know. They... Mm-hmm. Dinner time, <laughs> breakfast time. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. you know, she fix, She has them fixed. You know. Oh, that's good. I was, yeah. gonna, I was just going to yeah. ask, is it just a bunch of feral cats? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little... Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, I love it. I, yeah. You know, and people are all, the bad thing about walking through my neighborhood, it used to be the stroll. You know, the stroll is like where the working women R is what we call it. Yeah, oh, the stroll. The stroll. Yeah. No, I've never I heard love that. that. You know? I only think of sweet charity. Like I think <laughs> I'm, that's immediately my like. I just think of they're like all on across the mm-hmm. bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, it hey, used to good be looking. there. Yeah, oh, I love it. So is it still there? The women's no, side? they put you know because they're gentrifying the area. Uh-huh. And but the new people move who are seeking these women and it can it's not evening it's not sometimes morning mm-hmm. I'm always mistaken you know I play one 
I played <laughs> one on film. It's not real. <laughs> you know? And it's the weirdest thing because it's older men who look harmless and not that that is harmful. Right, sicking, right, right, you know? right. But that's the only and they drive, thing. Yeah. they drive up and they Or think, they're on their bikes. You working? Where are you going? You, you know? You working. Wow. Yeah. God. Yeah. So it's a, it can be disheartening, you know? That's yeah. The, you know, I'm like, well, I'm walking through my neighborhood. Right. Just like yeah. she is over there and you're not, you know, but I know what it has to do with. Have you right. been asked that question? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is oh, insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and sometimes they get told, you know, it's yeah. my friend's mom, sometimes you just, they just got to get told. You just yeah. tell them, yeah. you know, yeah. and other times I'm like, I've seen these young girls, you know, here. You know, mm -hmm. and right. it c could be me. I'm a knock away from that. We're all a knock away from right. not being. Yeah, yeah. I know. That. I know. So, that's the thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was always so crazy because doing the show when we we did our show in Hollywood and there are all, all kinds of just yeah. girls walking up and down the street. I mean, yeah. that little area where we were, it was like because it was known. Yeah. For cruising, and if you guys, if you guys know the movie Tangerine, mm -hmm. that's the best yeah. way of exam, you know, and yeah. that incredible film was shot on an iPhone, mm -hmm. right around the in the same area where exactly. we where we did yeah. our play, and so there are lots of like you know, and just like that's just part of the culture there, and you just and it's just part of, it. but walking out if there were three times every night in the show, I had to walk out, and I'm in full drag, <laughs> and I'm walking out. You know, in this, and it's just like all those, you know, you're working all those ladies. And I, I never <laughs> believed it, Sean. I never was asked that I was working. What? Very offended. Yeah. Um, but no, it was the other, it was just the other girls on the street that were just like, hey, baby. And they yeah. saw me and they're like, I don't know if they knew. I was doing a play, or if they thought this is my look, it'd be a very bizarre look to try to sell. It's yeah. Yeah. like playing a 1960s housewife, but you never know <laughs> mm -hmm. what people are into. into. Mm -hmm. um, but I also love when they saw Gina. Gina, our friend that's Gina. what I was thinking. It's <laughs> like they, they see me and they're like, oh, I mean, because it's, it it's a lot of trans women, and it's uh. like I'm walking out in the, in the, you know, in drag and they look at me and they're like oh it's just yeah. one of us cool yeah. but they saw G our friend Gina in the play who was a maid and she's in a full like 1960s hazel ma yeah. maid right. and she walked out and one of the, one of the <laughs> girls looked at her and just goes the fuck yes so great <laughs> I was like that's what you're trying to rock a maid look uh -huh. like an old oh, maid like work here honey the fuck the fuck the theater oh the theater mm -hmm. oh it's a theater sense. okay I see yeah. they're uh -huh. telling stories <laughs> Okay, I get it. I get that's it. That's not gonna work. But it's also crazy, like yeah. what we do. I just have these moments too, and I'm like, we put on costumes, mm -hmm. and we go out in front of people, and just like la 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 la, like just entertain them, and yeah. then take them off, and then leave. It's like what a crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you go to Sweden to play mm -hmm. a person and the yeah. thing, and and you know, or whatever, and it's just it it, it is, it's nuts. It's yeah. like we're all sort of, you know, putting it out there, and and um. And yes, I mean, I, I, I think it's like, I, I sort of enjoy that part of living in the city where like all different kinds mm -hmm. of people are mm -hmm. all around you, yeah, you know? Yeah, I do. And I there is, it. you know, and, and this sense of um, security and safety and, oh, you know, um, you know, we don't want this in this neighborhood mm -hmm. and we want a nice neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, you know, there's all kinds of horrible shit that happens everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny that, you know, because um, I just, I, I guess it was a few months ago, like watching the OJ documentary and like the, all the all the um, emphasis on Brentwood mm -hmm. and how everyone was like, we couldn't believe murders could happen yeah. in Brentwood. Yeah. And you're like, you know, aside from the fact that it was like a celebrity was involved, that it was just the yeah. fact that, 
you know, not in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That belongs somewhere mm-hmm. else. And it's like, and it, again, it's wrapped up into the idea of like not wanting to give up your money or your mm-hmm. toys. You're like, yeah. we are all on this planet together, yeah. Yeah. whether you like it or not. And we are all capable of the same dark, horrible shit and the, and the same beautiful exactly. human experience. Yes. You know, we're all capable of that. We have that in us to do any of those things. And you think that with your money or your, you know, privilege or whatever you have that you think you have over someone. And that's like the grossest side mm-hmm. of people to me. It's like the sense that like, well, I'm a, I'm a little bit better than that. Yes. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not trash or mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, and it's like everyone's sort of climbing mm-hmm. to be better than, and, and it's mm-hmm. like, just be, yeah. you know, just be okay with all of it. Like, and, and just, and just know that like these kids in a gang are not out to like, you know, hurt you and yeah. make it, you know, yeah. just don't met like. Well, that's like city living. That's like city living to me. I'm like, I know when someone is sketchy and when they're not. Not. It has right. nothing to do with their skin color or no. anything. You can or just you can, tell. You can vibe it. Yeah. You when can you totally can vibe, vibe it, you're like, that person is not on a level, and it happens. You know, yeah, sometimes that's, yeah. that's really smart to do. But but also like, growing up in the South and like all the crazy. I mean, I just listened to the podcast S Town that I know everybody's talking oh, yeah. about. Mm-hmm. You know, the new. I know. Totally. And it's like, oh yeah, that's where that's my that's where I come from, and I know that mm-hmm. that small town, and everybody knows each other's business, and there's all kind of weird things that are you know that are not dealt with, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's maybe was a murder, but maybe not. No. Maybe it was mm-hmm. just a rumor, and and yeah. and I'm sure this you know this older confirmed bachelor who lives with his mother and fixes clocks is definitely gay and in love with this young kid who's you know married and Across all the this sort of stuff that happens, like you know. You're just like this can happen, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere, mm-hmm. and like you know, and so like it is about having you know good instincts and knowing like you know wherever you are, and always to me, the scariest horror movies are all like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre exactly. when it's like yeah. oh we're in the country yeah. with no one around, around us, us and there's a, a madman with mm-hmm. a with some weapon running after me there's, and everyone there's, is white and everyone <laughs> and everyone's white I'm like wait a minute uh, yeah. I'm always like a little sketch I'm like everyone's yeah. white uh, yeah. here yeah, exactly. I'm a little on, on edge <laughs> Like, but it's the thing where you're like, there's. I am comforted by people around me. Yeah. Like I remember going to New York City for the first time when I was in ninth grade. And I was like, there are people everywhere. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I feel so connected. I feel so safe. Yeah. And and I'd heard all the horror stories about New York, and I was like, I love the people here, and yeah. I, to this day, I love it. Yeah. I love people in New. You know. And so I I think it's just about like we. If you live in a city, you've got to be okay with that but also be comforted by that right. other people around you all the time and get to know your, your neighbors right. Yes. right and like yeah. and talk to them and I'm terrible about it in my building and I try to get better at a couple of the neighbors that I don't know and but it's it's you know it's kind of what uh, we're what we're doing here yeah you know I, I know the whole, I know blocks upon blocks upon blocks like I love people. that you do that yeah. I love that it's like girl from two two seven I'm the hood police like mm-hmm. I know oh my god oh my god I love that you said two two seven yeah I love Helen Helen Martin Jackie Harris so much Jackie yes Marley Gibbs yeah it was such a good show such a good show yeah. But well, that's that's good. I yeah. mean, like to know. I mean, that's part of being alive and not feeling like you're alone. I mean, that keeps you away from exactly. You, know? you mentioned connected, and I'm thinking. You know, I was telling Sean. I was like, I'm quiet. You right. know, I love being around people yes. like you. But you yes. know, I'm pretty. You know, 
maybe I'm an introvert, maybe not, I don't know. Yeah. You know, but I feel so connected when I'm, you know, yes, to everyone just walking. Exactly. And it does, yeah. you know, give you life in well, a it's different like, way. It's like the ocean, you know, like mm-hmm. the ocean can totally kill you. But mm-hmm. the ocean is an amazing, amazing. place. Yeah. But you know right, what right, also yeah. can kill you? A puddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can drown in a puddle. Yeah. yeah. You sure. can drown in a lake. You know, Absolutely. like that could also kill you. But if you don't have your wits about you, for sure. Yeah. But the experience that you get from being in the ocean is so much greater than that of being in like a puddle. Yeah. Or well, like yeah. in a lake, you know. Yeah, I love that. So That's it's like, you know, beautiful. you have to be aware yeah. of what's going on, but it's also so much more in inspiring and mm-hmm. invigorating to Well, I think, too, we, we go through a lot alone, and we think, I'm the only person who thinks this way and feels this way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you go online, and you see people's presence on social media, and they're only presenting. I mean, I make a point. I, I, I don't I don't air everything I'm feeling all the time or or complain. You know, it's like I, I'm very aware of what I'm putting out there into the, you know. Um, and I think we all are on some yeah. level. Yeah. And so we present a version of ourselves, or we kind of mm-hmm. say... You know, and, and in our world, it's like, watch me on this thing or like, come see me in this show right. or whatever. And so, you know, when I run into people, they're like, well, you're doing really well. God, things are going on. I'm like, oh, if only you, s- I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I'm yeah. not, and yeah. I'm not in a horrible, and it's all good, but I'm also like, yeah, I'm uh, feeling all kinds of weird things yeah. and I have like a down day or I feel like, oh, what am I doing with my life? I still go through all that. Like, yeah. you go through, but you don't really see that online Never. until you go out and talk to people mm-hmm. and like connect with them mm-hmm. and just, and it doesn't even mean that you even talk about those things. Right. Right. But you, when you just have just a, just even small talk or some sort of connection mm-hmm. with somebody in your neighborhood or somebody yeah. in, in your city or you run into somebody, you do feel like I belong here. There's, a, you know, and it's, it, it, and it does satisfy this thing because, mm-hmm. because it's very lonely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm to you know to be alive right now i really do think it is and i think yeah. even for people that are like so hope. that are like you know so married and with you know or in relationships i think it's still that feeling of like oh i'm i'm, I'm all alone in mm-hmm. this and yeah. you're really not none of us are we right. can just you know we choose to either engage with the world or we or we choose to shut down and i think also getting older you can either be generous and open yeah. to change and to yeah. new people in your life and new experiences or you can just be like Nope, this is how I feel. This is what it's I what think. It is. Yeah. This is what, it, you know, and I'm not changing. And, you know, yeah. and you can just like clinch down and just be angry a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think that's what it is a lot of this administration. There's just so much anger from that mm-hmm. because they've shut down, mm-hmm. because a, a lot of that generation has shut down. Mm-hmm. And there's misdirected anger and they just direct it at minorities mm-hmm. because they don't know where else to put it. It's just that deeper sense of loneliness sadness well they also they also think that these things are going to make them happy they think all this money and having all these things are going to eventually equal something and they immediately do not make you happy and so you you're like wait i should have this feeling why don't i have this feeling you know and it's like well maybe you haven't hugged anyone in six years or whatever (laughs) maybe you haven't had lunch with someone that's not you know your you know family member or something you know like you haven't You know, and so they, they, on a human level, they're not experiencing something that's so vital to humanity. And so all they have is like this, like, you know, um, power and it does make you really angry, you know, and And that they'll somehow cheat death or something. Yeah. (laughs) That, that, yeah. 
Oh no! I don't know. Somehow they are cheating death. I don't know how many of them are alive. I don't know. The Velveeta and what was I screaming about earlier? Oxycontin and Velveeta. Oxycontin and Velveeta. How are you alive? Just screaming pink. Oh my god! Burnt pink. Screaming burnt pink rage. I love it. All right. Well, we're out of time. Oh, look how that happened. Oh, I want to. I wanted to do my monologue. Oh my god. Oh yeah, do it. I want you to just break into a Shakespearean monologue now. You just did Lady Macbeth right now, and you just went way into it. Mm-hmm. You oh guys ready? I'm ready. I love it. I didn't give a speech warm-up. I didn't do a speech warm-up. What is it? Do it. Oh, my God. It would be so amazing. We would just sit here and be like, what is it? Yeah. Who was I with? I was just with someone recently, and he just started going into... He's doing a Shakespeare or something, and he just started going into it, and it was so bizarre. Because I sat there, and I was like, that's very good. Yeah. That's and true. Weird. Oh, very okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. But you're like, I can't uh, respond to what you're saying to me other than excellent job. Yeah. Can't interact yeah. with this. No. Nope. Uh-huh. But oh, a- actors are just like everyone else. They just br- bust into Julius Caesar whenever they feel the need to, oh. you know, over eggs. Why not? Once more onto the breach, dear friends. Once more. Oh. Oh, see? There see? You go. I know. See? I had to memorize that for yeah. a play once. It was very yeah. James Mason almost. Oh. It sounded like <laughs> James Mason. All right. I want to I wanna thank my guests, Julan Chidi Hill and Sean Buckholtz. Thank you guys for being on the show today. Sure, thank you so much. You. So fun. Y'all yeah. are delightful. Yeah. This was wonderful. Yeah. And everybody, this has been another episode of Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations. Have a week. (laughs) (laughs) Weeks. Feral Audio.